Good evening, good evening, and welcome to another edition of the Houston Round Ball Review presents Folks Talking Sports. I am KG Chris Gardner, owner and co-founder of the Houston Round Ball Review. Joining me is my young colleague, Andy Yanez from Paws Slamma Jamma. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, Chris. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm wearing my brand new speck in sunshine yellow Houston Round Ball Review merch my t-shirt right there you can order it click on that shop button it's in the link below the video do that help support the round bar review to in the words of coach Kelvin Sampson continuing to keep hitting that rock as we provide content and information and insight with our audience and while we're at it let me pull this up real quick if I can do it follow us I guess Andy I guess we could say this follow X. us on X I need to fix it. Let me go ahead and fix that right now. Let me fix that right now on X. Do that real quick here. X. Follow us on X. Oops, wrong one. On X. There we go. X. There we go. X at Folks Talk Sports. But right there also, but I'm proud to say also, Folks Talking Sports on Threads and Folks Talking Sports on Instagram. So Andy and I are here. Thank you, everybody, for following us on YouTube, watching us on the Houston Round Bar View channel. Might be at some point in the future on the Folks Talking Sports YouTube channel. I got that created. We'll see how that goes. There's another platform for people to follow us as well as on YouTube and X. And so, of course, here we go. Mr. Yanez. Colorado, days ago, announced they were joining the Big 12, returning to the Big 12, as I stated they would on July 16th, as I stated they would roughly six weeks ago. I mentioned here on FTS that Colorado would most likely return to the Big 12. It happened. I love Brett Yomark, Big 12 Commissioner's press statement. Simple, to the point. Two words. They're back. What are your thoughts on that, sir? I love that statement put out by Big 12 Commissioner Bray Yormark. He, he channeled a little bit of his inner, inner Michael Jordan with that one, just with the simple, like you said, they're back. And Chris, you're right on the money. You called it weeks ago. You said it again after the Big 12 media day that it, it was coming. You said that move was coming, and you said sooner rather than later. I remember that I said, I'll, I'll see it when I believe it, and you, you stayed to your – um, to your source, and you said that it was eventually going to happen, and it was going to be Colorado. And here, lo and behold, earlier this week, it was announced that clearly Colorado was frustrated. They had had enough with George Kleokoff and just the big, the Pac-12, and and they're it's kind of like they're trying to not even trying to. They're kind of pulling the rug under all the Pac-12. I guess now the Pac-10. I guess now the Pac-9 nine remaining yeah. schools <laughs> in the conference. I mean, Chris. They teased that they had a new TV deal over a calendar year ago. They were supposed to be the next conference in line to renew their TV deal. Of course, we know that the Big 12 kind of leapfrogged them. They were able to, to secure that financial stability by being able to form a deal with the two giants in Fox Sports and ESPN. And the Pac-12 just kind of left... <laughs> reactive they weren't proactive right. they were reactive trying to react to everything 
that had gone on around the, the college landscape and what a change what a 24 not 24 hours what a change over the course of two years going back to 2021 when it was announced that texas and oklahoma were leaving for the sec it seemed like the big 12 was a conference that was on a thread it was talks about the american athletic conference poaching big 12 programs and two years later it's seems like the pack nine are hanging on by a thread and and now with Colorado jumping ship, there's a lot of noise that there's at the very least one more school that's not too far behind Colorado that very well could soon be a member of the Big 12 Conference as well. Yep. The Pac-9, I think, will soon – I don't know about soon. Well, soon will be the Pac-8. I think Arizona will be next to follow Colorado to the Big 12. Got to finalize the numbers. I mean, the numbers – I don't believe will change. will be similar to what Colorado was, is receiving. The media rights deal, the clauses in the media rights deal allow for autonomy five schools to receive pro rata as the current members. So that is the same as everybody else. The $31.7 million, $20 million from ESPN, $11.7 million from Fox. So Arizona making sure that Dotting their I's, crossing their T's, all those things. And let me be clear. I was told, I heard from people around Colorado, people around the Big 12. I got sources, folks, okay? I'm going to be more and more. I'm not trying to be arrogant. But for those who are new to the Houston Round Bar View, for those who are new to FTS, for those who are new to this YouTube channel, us on Twitter, etc., I've been doing this a long time. I've been doing this a, longer than Andy's been alive. Okay. So I've been, I have sources. I think Andy saw again at a recent UH practice, folks coming up, talk to, talking to me, just chopping it up off the record. Mm-hmm. So I have sources. They came to you. You didn't go to them. They came to Thank you. Thank you very much. Say that again, Andy. Say that again. They came to you, sir, before okay. UH's practice had even ended. So I have sources. Since 1994, I got sources in conferences, in sports, in college, and some in the NBA, okay, in around WNBA even. But I was told months ago Colorado was going to return to the Big 12. But the sticking point was they were waiting for concrete numbers from the Pac-12. They never got those concrete numbers. I don't care what Commissioner Klievkov says, what the conference tweets out about meetings, about this, that, the other. We're, we're close in the near future. Y'all saw it. Y'all saw it for months, weeks, months, a year. Yeah. They never got concrete numbers. Got to a point, Colorado said, we can't wait for maybe coulda, shoulda, woulda, possibly if this, if that. So they did what I was told directly to my face, to my shiny bald head <laughs> at Big 12 Football Media Day. Big Thrillo, thank you for trying to What, what media in. day, Chris? Big 12 Football Media Day. To my face that Colorado would return to the Big 12 by the end of July. That happened. Okay, one more time. It was told to me by a high up person in the Big 12. 
that they were going to return to the Big 12. And, of course, the sticking point would be contingent upon definite numbers from the Pac-12. Media rights. They never got them. So Colorado said, well, you know, six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. We're going to go with what we know we're going to get. And that's 31.7 minimum meteorites deal from the Big 12, from ESPN and Fox. Okay? That's what they did. That's why they did it. And all signs point to that's why Arizona is going to do the same thing. I'm not sure if it'll be this week, in a couple of weeks. That part about, I don't know a definitive timetable, but Andy, Corey, Big Thrillo, this is where we're going to get to the discussion for most of FTS tonight. Why wouldn't Arizona join the Big 12? Based on, barring some change, the Pac-12 still has presented none of their remaining nine members. Concrete money, concrete dollar amounts that they're going to get from whoever media rights partners, ESPN, Amazon, Apple, CW, whoever. Andy on is. I don't know. Andy got big bucks. I don't know. He got deep pockets, whatever. <laughs> but barring that, why would anyone not, like Arizona, specific because basketball as well, not join the Big 12? Andy, the floor is yours. Yeah, you're absolutely right. There is no reason. There's no argument you could make to stay in the pack nine and Currently, they have nine, but we know that Oregon, most definitely Washington as well, you can pencil them in there. They don't want to stay in the Pac-9 either. They want to go into the Big Ten Conference. They're hoping for an invitation to the Big Ten Conference. So it's in the best interest. Colorado did what's best for business. You could even see it in the statements that they released after the, the, the move became official. They're doing this strictly for financial reasons. It's what's in the best interest of most benefit for Colorado. It's got to be the same mindset for Arizona. And if you're the Big 12 Conference, you welcome them with open arms. Because especially when you look at it from a basketball standpoint, of course, when you look at it from the time zone market for at least, what is it, Arizona? I think it's until October, whenever the daylight saving times ends. They're they're, they're Mount West, but technically come daylight saving they don't they don't observe it so i mean technically willie gibson joining us from ohio technically they would be pacific because they don't observe the daylight saving time change well how are you brother doing well gentlemen how are you doing well doing good well all right well you you're joining us i'm patting myself on the back i'm not being arrogant of course of course okay but i'm just want to let everyone know who sees the rebroadcast of this edition of FTS episode 103. Let me be clear. Mm-hmm. I said it two weeks ago. I said it six weeks ago that Colorado was going to return to the Big 12. Yep. Okay? You did. And I said on July 12th, it was told to my face, my face and my shiny bald head Yep. by a high up source in the Big 12 that Colorado was going to return to the Big 12 barring seeing legitimate concrete numbers from the Pac-12 which they never got 
and they still haven't gotten. Kliakov still has not delivered to the president's chancellor's concrete numbers from media partners. Yep. Okay? Yep. Mr. Gibson. Yes, sir. Explain to me. Make it make sense to me, Brother Gibson and Brother Yanez. Make it make sense to me. Why would Apple, Ace Town's Finest, Big Thrillo, Corey Miller, why would Apple, Amazon, CW, Ion, ESPN, Fox, etc., why would any of those media co- corporations agree to numbers with the Pac-12, Kliakov, with the uncertainty of who, which teams are going to stay members of the Pac-12, 8, 9, 6, 7 conference? They, Brother, yes, you got it. They would. They would. And I'm glad you said it because I'm was. i I'm calling it the Pac-9. And as you said, perhaps the, the Pac-8, depending on what the Arizona Wildcats do here shortly. Um, but they wouldn't. And, and, and nor should they. Yes. Nor should they. So it's, it's bad business to agree to a deal when, in fact, you don't know who you're agreeing with. Period. Right. And that is Agreed. another reason why everyone says, I say it, I think you guys, y'all got common sense sometimes is not always common, but in this case, it's common. Arizona is next in line to follow Colorado to the Big 12 because they know what they're going to get from the Big 12. They have no idea what they're going to get from the Pac-12. Cliff Carr can say, hey, Will, Andy, Corey, Ace Towns, everybody's, we've read it, heard it. It's in the future. Couple of weeks, month. I mean, they messed themselves up with the point of their last statement, we are going to – we won't expand until we get a media rights deal. Why? How in the hell are you going to get a media rights deal not knowing who's going to stay in your conference? That part. That, that makes no sense. It's made no sense. And we, we can get into – now we're going into other parts of where I'm going. I got a, got a clip from Commissioner Oresco. I'm going to put it out there, okay, regarding SMU Rice. And I'm saying this, and there won't be much Rocket Talk tonight. So I'm just putting it out there. Rocket fans, you hopping on here for the round bar review. Rocket Talk ain't happening tonight. Not very, very, very unlikely. Okay? I'm just being real. We're going to talk boxing, Pac-12, Big 12. Okay? Because, hey, that's what we can do here on FTS, on Folk Talking Sports. But... Rice has been reported to contact the, the Pac-12. Why? Because you know Tulane. Why? Oh, due respect. You have no idea what will be left of the Pac-12, the Pac-9 as it is currently, and if Arizona leaves, which I think and most folks believe will join the Pac, the Big 12. That's eight. I'm going to go worst case scenario. And this is truly worst-case scenario. I'm not believing it'll happen. But based on still no numbers from CW, Ion, Fox, ESPN, Apple, Amazon, to the pack, whatever, pack X. See what I did there? Pack yeah, X. I see it. <laughs> Why would Oregon and Washington stay in the pack X? They shouldn't. And 
Bill Knight has a lot to do with it as far as Oregon's concerned. And I'm going to say, I guarantee they won't stay if, in fact, that's the issue. And see, Andy, I want to get your thoughts on this. I think it was uh, Brett McMurphy from Action Network. He put out there, and it's plausible that there is some trepidation from folks in the Big 12 about having Oregon and Washington join because it'd be temporary because their eye is ultimately on the Big tw- Big 10. Let me say this. No kidding. No stuff. I want to say something else. We'll talk about the S. <laughs> but because if the Big 10 called Reno Couture and said, we want Houston to join the Big 10, she's going to say, do you want us today or tomorrow? Any current Big 12 member school is going to say, well, where do we hit? What's need from us? I don't care if Oregon, Washington are in the Big 12 three, four, five years, whatever. You will stabilize the Big 12. You go, you could have 16 teams. You'd have legitimately, finally, which a lot of folks seem to kind of forget. Brett Yormark has said for a long time, Andy, Will, Corey, Big Thrillo, A-Town's finest. He wants the Big 12 to be a national conference, a four-time zone conference. Andy, Will, Colorado, Arizona are not in the Pacific time zone. They're Mountain West. That's three time zones. So I don't care if it's for three, four, five years. Oregon, Washington joined the Big 12. The Big 12 becomes a four-time zone conference. Duh! I mean, I I can't put it any plainer than that. It's up to Oregon and Washington to say, yes, thank you, we'll accept the 31.7. I don't care. I would be surprised if they say, okay, fellas, we're going to sign this deal, take this money. But y'all know, just so we're clear. Y'all know if the Big Ten comes calling, we're gone and whatever. Okay. (laughs) I mean, well, it makes sense to us. You know, so would TCU. So would Baylor. So would Kansas. So would Kansas State. Deuces, we're out of here. Go ahead, Andy. Your thoughts. You're absolutely right. At the end of the day, what's in the best interest for the Big 12 is if they can get those premier programs and anchor down the conference, first and foremost, solidifying that you are that top third power conference right behind the SEC in the Big 10. And looking at it from Oregon and Washington's perspective, how would that not be more attractive than what currently is the the PAC, the PAC 9 currently, what very well could be the PAC 8? And numbers that have been guesstimated when you look at across different reporters that are tracking the TV deals would be at the most number I've seen is around 21 million per school, right? which is 10 million less than what you would get to in the big 12. And that was before they lost Colorado. And if Arizona does indeed jump ship, there's not going to go any higher than that. There's no downfall. Will? Agree. I mean, I apologize. Can you say it one more time? I, Ohio State just signed a recruit, so I apologize. I missed that question. 
Okay, no, no. Corey Miller will be happy about that. But why Oregon, Arizona joined the Big 12? Yeah. And saying, I mean, I don't care. I will not be shocked. I mean, it might be bad business. But common sense, logically, if they say to the Big 12 higher-ups, okay, we're going to agree to this deal to join the Big 12, but just so we're clear, if the Big 10 comes calling, oh, yeah. we out. Yeah, same question. Okay. Well, I'm I, sorry to poo-poo on the question. Big 10's not going to call. I know. I know. We, they're not. 16 is it. 16 is it for the Big 10. Um, and I know the mathematics is off, but the, the USC and UCLA is it. I don't, Tony Fatidi, I don't, they just had Big Ten football media days right. last week. They're, they're good at 16. Um, but that being said, should they keep all options open? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. However, meanwhile, get the bag. Yes. Get the bag while it's available to be, available to be had. Um, like you said, Eddie, 21 minutes, 10 million, almost $11 million difference. Who would not sign up for that? So yeah, for sure. And the twenty-one million, we're not even we're not even sure if that is what it is. Right. <laughs> okay. It that, might be less. Yep. It could be more, but it could be majority, 60, 70, 80, 90%, 100% streaming. We Most already of the schools that. don't want that. They don't want that right now. Mm-hmm. So I I am I was tied. Damn near at the hip with or excuse me, with Colorado returning to the Big 12. I've been sitting on this for a long, long, let me say it, a long ass time. Okay, that it was going to happen. I'm less tied at the hip with Oregon and Washington. Not sure about them. I'm pretty sure Arizona's coming to the Big 12. Pretty, pretty sure. I'm okay? very sure. Yep. But I'm gonna I'm gonna toss a curveball and I'm gonna say this. I've tried to clean it up as best I could and re- remove some of the background. But let me say this. I got some curveballs to toss at y'all in the audience. Watch us on Folks Talk Sports on X and on YouTube at the Houston Round Bar Review and on Facebook, et cetera. Had a, we had a sit down. Me, A.D. Moore, and the fifth with Wildcat, Jerry Woodley Jr. Had a sit down with Mike Oresco. Okay. One more time. Mike Oresco. Commissioner of the American Athletic Conference. So people wondering, Chris, you ain't got no sources. One more time. Had a sit down with the commissioner of the American Athletic Conference. He took time out from Football Media Day. Andy, one more time. What sport? The Football Media Day that the Houston Rombard views at. Football Media Day of the American, not just the Big 12, the American Football Media Day. He sat down almost half hour. Chop it up with us. I posted some clips on Instagram at FTS, Folks Talking Sports, and, of course, now on Threads, Folks Talking Sports. But the first part of this may not be great, but I'm just I'm going to cut it off. But just the question is from AD, and it's about realignment. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to go. We have to be able to keep our eyes open. The conferences implode down the road. If conferences implode down the road, mm-hmm. that's the Pac-8. My bad. 
the pack X. That's the pack X. I'm gonna I'm gonna go there. Everyone watching us all over the platforms. Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. Arizona, we all believe is gonna join the Big Twelve. So that that leaves eight. Oregon, Washington, say, well, we ain't got no money, concrete numbers from the pack. X, we're going to go to the Big 12. At least six. Mr. Yanez, Mr. Gibson, six. Six schools remaining in the pack. The American has 14. Michael Resk, at that point, to pack down to six, Michael Resco can say, let me see. Knock, knock, knock. Whose phone number can I, who, who should I call? Should I call Utah? Should I call Arizona State? Hell, should I call Cal, Stanford? Should I call Oregon State? Wazoo? What's one of y'all want to come join the American? Make us a 16-team conference? Or hell? If ESPN and Fox say, specifically ESPN, says, Mike, the conference has an ESPN Plus deal. We have ESPN Plus with the American streaming platform. You know what? Go to 20, Mike. Go ahead, go to 20. Absorb all six of those left. Mm. Stable numbers, stable conference. Who says no? What if the Pac-12 calls Memphis? They they have to call somebody, call Memphis, Boise State, State, whoever, San Diego State. But in that case, Will, Andy, Corey, Tony, ESPN says to the Pac-X, yeah, we're not giving y'all no money. So I don't care who y'all bring. Y'all bring Memphis, SMU, Boise. I don't care what what y'all do. We're not paying y'all. For all we know, they're not giving them money now. Exactly. So, what's the difference? So, but my scenario is, what if ESPN says, we'll give them and we'll make them whole if they join the American? Hmm. Well, I know that the American Athletic Conference is not going to say no to that. No chance. They love it, especially when you look at it. Oh, like I said, once the bit once Oklahoma and Texas left for the SEC, there was rumored that the American was going to do it to the Big Twelve. So wouldn't it be fitting if the American ends up doing it to the Pack, like you said, Chris, right. the Pack X, the Pack X? But again, Staples right now, what is it around the American? It's depending depending on the school. It's around eight million per for TV, a little bit less, seven to eight million per. Yes. So it, clearly, it'd be a well, yeah, for the schools that are left in the pack is better than nothing right? because there, as of right now, there is no media rights deal for the pack. So that seven to 8 million beats zero. <laughs> okay. Definitely. As opposed to 20, 21, 22, 25, whatever. I will say this though, like, even if they lose Oregon and Washington, Arizona, there could be a chance that the Pack X survives by calling a San Diego State, calling a Boise State, and 
may, maybe not being that that power five level, but beating seven and a half mil mil per. I agree. So let's let's go with that scenario. What if the pack and the Mountain West decide to decide to merge, or or take the best from Mountain West? That's Boise, Colorado State, San Diego State. You know, whatever Air Force, whatever. I think Air Force is going to join the American in, in, eventually. But have have a dare I say it will an alliance hey. between the pack and the Mountain West. Who but, got less tight of that alliance? But hey. again, don't talk about the alliance, right? But if the TV partners or the media rights partners say, "Oh, that's that's cute." Okay, we'll give y'all five million per school. That still is not seven or eight million per school like the Americans getting. Because one thing Commissioner Resco told us in Tuesday's sit down that ESPN made whole the members of the American, made whole with these six incoming members. So the returning members and the incoming members made whole. And I got something here clip where I ask Rice football head coach Mike Bloomgren at the American Football Media Day the difference between the American and Conference USA. Check out especially his answer toward the end. Gardner, folks talking sports, what difference, what are differences between the American and Conference USA? So far, it's an awesome media day. I don't know that I could speak to much else. Uh, the preparation that, that Mike Oresco makes your, your whole campus commit to when you're talking about joining is outstanding. The ways we've been able to take care of our student athletes has been awesome. Some of the things, like as we're looking at our schedule, like we play our opener on Fox, we play the next game on NFL Network, and then we know we're either going to be on ESPN Linear or we're going to be on ESPN Plus. I mean, that's exciting. I, I, this is not to knock anything, but there's some games that have been that we played on in the past on some services where it's hard to tell a recruit to come watch you like please download this app and go to this part of it you know like that's the we don't have to worry about that we're on linear tv or espn plus or now fox and nfl network as well <laughs> imagine that that clip should be posted on the american website on the home page to say to Carmen to say, how you like us now? You don't have to worry about going to recruit or his family. Okay, well, y'all need to download this to make sure you can watch us on CUSA TV or whatever the hell it was that Carmen to say was doing last couple of years. So it's perception and Andy, Will, Will, you know, especially because you're at the mountaintop, you're at the peak. In the P2 at the Ohio State, Corey. See, I'm giving y'all love, Corey. The Ohio State. But think about the difference. And I've, I've said this to UH alums for a long time since UH was in the American Athletic Conference. Many of UH alums fail to realize that UH, before getting in the American, the TV deal, that, excuse me, the media rights deal that Mike Resco got with. ESPN, ESPN Plus, it was trash. Pure trash. You could not find 
UH, what was what was it? Andy, CompUSA, whatever. I mean, just you could not find games for UH basketball, men's basketball, et cetera, for them to watch on easy access platforms. But Andy, basketball-wise, toward the end of UH's time in the conference, UH was either on ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, damn near every week. Damn near every game. <laughs> every game, conference game, was on one of those platforms. Now, you shift that to Rice. Against Memphis on CBS. Thank you. Rice, UTSA, UAB, schools coming from Conference USA, and you tell them, okay, y'all are going from Facebook Watch or CUSA TV to ESPNU slash ESPN Plus. Oh, well, hell, let's do, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. It's all good. So the perception is also reality. These coaches and conferences now in the American joining the conference, they're in hog heaven. They think this is the best thing in the world. Transfer that. You wait, Coach Hogerson. I'm going to uh, Cincinnati. Coach, who is coaching football coach? I got Coach Miller, Scott my basketball Satterfield. coach. Scott Satterfield. Yeah. They're like, oh. Well, we're we're, not, we're we're gonna be on the big boys ESPN now. You're raising up the level of linear exposure, but it's all about levels of distribution. The Pack X may be ending up with, okay, Johnny Johnny uh, Johnny Junior. What you need to do, okay? I'm reading my notes here in my description. The instructions say. You need to download this first, and then once you install this, that should help you able to watch our games on this platform. Hmm. Damn, Coach, I got to do all that? I'm just going to go to ESPN Plus or Peacock or ESPN U. So, yeah, I'll call you back, Coach, but thank you for your time. Come on. That's not happening. It might be happening for here, you know, bits and pieces here and there. But more times than not, the kids that the pack remaining pack conferences, pack X schools are recruiting. Uh yeah. Uh we're gonna be on what on what what level? We're gonna be on who? On what? We gotta do what to do who? Damn, George, y'all couldn't do better than this. All right, well, yeah, let me call up. Let me see if I got Michael Resco's number. Or let me see what I, you know, because even CBS Sports, Mountain West, CBS Sports is not available in as many households as ESPN slash ESPN Plus. That's one of the things, one of the comments that Commissioner Resco said to me in my clip that's on Instagram, on the gram, on FTS. So the Pack X, I don't know what's going to happen. I, and let me be clear. I'm a basketball person. Y'all know it. It's still the Houston Round Bar Review presents whatever. I don't want to see the Pack X die because I love Pack Pack X basketball, men's and women's basketball. I don't know where they're going to end up playing. <laughs> I 
I don't know if it's going to be on Ion. I don't know if it's going to be on CW. I know when when my provider dropped the Pac-12 networks, I could no longer watch them. So I was like, well, damn. I guess got to find another way to watch them fill up my Friday, Friday nights because I can't watch Pac- Pac-12 basketball. They are speeding with a bullet to that scenario for Oregon State, Washington State, Cal, Stanford. And if Oregon and Washington don't do something, possibly them too. What say you, Mr. Gibson? Yeah, well, that's your last point. Oregon and Washington are definitely going to do something. Uh, Again, Phil Knight is not going to sit back and watch his almost said organization. But if we're talking about scholastics mm-hmm. and academics, so university, yep. Um, fall by the wayside. He's he's not gonna do it. So absolutely they'll they'll do something. Um but I, I just can't get past the, the ion and the CW like <laughs> that uh I mean, it's, it's one thing to say ESPN Plus, and that's, I'm not besmirching that at all. But Buffy the Vampire Slayer is preempted for Stanford Kyle. Like, yep. what? Like, I don't even know if Buffy the Vampire Slayer still exists. I just made that up. I don't know. But the see that, and he still hasn't announced that. Right. That, I'm like, I mean, I, I, it is crazy to think about the pack, whatever, because I read something, I think Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday. It was back from 2011, where Larry Scott was the commissioner of the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was an opportunity for Texas and Oklahoma to join the pack, whatever it was at that right. time. Mm-hmm. And he said no. The, well, the president said no. The president said no. Yeah, he he wanted it. Will, Andy, that Corey, very similar Tony, to when the... right, Big Thrillo. I'm gonna go even before that, 2011. Before that, I was in an office of a prominent person. This prominent person told me that there were talks, serious talks. I think I've said it here on FTS before. Serious talks of the pack adding UH, Oklahoma, and I think Texas and SMU. So that's not Oklahoma State. Listen to what I said. Texas, OU, UH, and, and SMU to the pack. That was like 2008, 2009. I'm sitting in this prominent person's office. We've said it for, all of us have said it. The Pac-12 needs to expand to the central time zone in order to survive. As FTS going into a, what, second season, full season? Part of that we said in the first season. For survival, the pack needs to expand to the central time zone. And that includes inviting, before UH got the invitation, so hell, it might have been two years ago, inviting UH to join 
the pack. They didn't do it. And now they're, they're, they are kneecapped. It is amazing. The irony of this whole scenario. You guys weren't part of this. I met you after the fact, and I'm glad to have met you after, after the fact. But on one of my initial podcasts, where I did it with Dr. Kenyatta Cavill and the Fifth World Wildcat. It's called KG, Doc, and the Fifth World Wildcat. About four or five years ago. That, that, those podcasts were the impetus to, to these shows because they got me meeting AJ and ultimately meeting Will, Andy, et cetera. Way back when, I lit into Bob Bowlesby. Lit into him. Because of his lack of vision for Texas, OU leaving, going to the SEC, the Pac, the Big Twelve was dying. We thought the Big Twelve was just done, it was toast. That's, it was over. But lo and behold, 2023, July, almost August. Look at the Big Twelve now. The Big Twelve is taking schools from the Pac-12. You know, I'm saying schools, plural, because I think Arizona will be next. And then we'll see who else it comes after that. Big 12 is, has stability. When I'm not naive. Neither is Brett Yormark or anybody else with the Big 12. They're not catching the Big 10. They're not catching the SEC. But they're leaving the, the Pac-12 in the dust. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. We believe that. We see that for a fact. But let me say this to everyone, and I think folks, you've read it. If you haven't read it on other outlets, Commissioner Yormark, and again, I'm going based on a high up source, Commissioner Yormark would prefer. He could wave his magic wand and say, okay, I want this school, that school, blah, 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 blah. He wants UConn. Okay? UConn, Northeast, New York market. That's what he wants. To really have a, a just a firm hold of the Eastern time zone. But, Mr. Gibson, Mr. Yanez, Mr. Miller, Durlo, M, Pony M. UConn is not a, an Autonomy 5 program. They're a G5 school, which means they are not entitled to receiving a pro rata deal, which means they're not entitled to receiving the same money as the current members of the Big 12. Okay, so that means ESPN and Fox don't have to give them $31.7 million which means UConn would split the pie of what the current members would receive. Which the current members are like, well, I'm not sure I want UConn then. If they're going to take money out of my pocket, I mean, if they're going to receive 31.7 like the rest of us, okay, I'm good with that. But if they're going to cut us down to 28, 29, 25, Mm, Brett, mm, you need to rethink that. So we're going to see clearly 
the conference wants the G5 schools like Arizona, Oregon, and Washington. They want Power 5 programs, Autonomy 5 programs, because they all receive the same thing. That's what the, the clause is in the media rights deal for Autonomy 5 programs versus G5 programs. Sorry, Commissioner Resco, but A5, G5. So that's that'd be the ideal scenario. So three more schools, three more A5 schools could receive 31.7 each. G5, like UConn and Gonzaga, would not receive that. I don't know what it'd be, 15, 18, whatever, whatever. It'd be more than five, six, seven they're getting from UConn, the Big East, Media Rights Deal, Mount West for the Zags, excuse me, West Coast for the Zags. Be more than that. The Zags would like to bring all their schools, all their sports to the Big 12. Big 12 is like, uh, yeah, no, 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 we're not doing that. No, 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 no. You sure? Yeah, no, we're not doing that. No, no, no. So that's one reason why Gonzaga, that's why they kind of been pushed back to the, the back, back, back burner. But we're going to see how much sway, how much pull Commissioner B.Y. has with the presidents and chancellors if it gets to a point where UConn is the best option remaining on the table. Because we think Arizona will join. I'm not sure about Oregon and Washington. It might stay at a 14. Hell, if it, what if it's split? What if it's just Oregon decides to join? I don't know, whatever. But UConn, the commissioner of the Big 12 wants UConn. But what if you can't get UConn, Will? I mean, let's see. I think who else is in that northwest, that northeastern market? Hmm. So you got to go back. You got to circle back to Oregon and Washington at that point because there's no there's no other viable option in the northeast. Agreed. There's not. So I mean, some folks tossed out St. John's, but no, St. John's ain't be relevant in thirty years. No. Yeah. No. And I don't know, I missed the beginning of it. That's why, as I think about this, kudos to Rick George, yeah, Colorado AD. Mm-hmm. He struck while the iron was hot, and he had yes. to. He yes. had to. This team was one of the – his football team was one of the 11 last year. And, you know, say they hired Dion, they hired Coach Pride, they hired – you know, they, they sold out, what, since 2005, I think they've sold out five football games total. And this year they've sold out two. Be like, oh, he only sold out two games. Yeah, but he sold out five in the previous 18 seasons. Yep. 17 seasons. So he struck when the iron's hot. And he kudos. Kudos to him. What was that, Andy? No, I was gonna say to add on to your point. I mean, the buzz for, for Colorado, that program is at an all-time high right now. Yeah, so, he struck when the iron was hot. So kudos to him. Kudos to the Chancellor, to the president, the administration. They did it. And Colorado's Season opener, Will? September 2nd. TCU, the TCU, September 2nd on Fox. Fox, big noon Saturday, big noon kickoff. Yep, big noon kickoff on Fox. Fox. Just Johnson, Joel Clatt, what, Jenny Taft? And then the game after that, week two. Yep. Against Nebraska, the home opener. So at some point during those games, the announced crew, I'm sure, 
we'll reference, we'll mention, well, this could be a potential Big 12 conference matchup yep. next season. These two teams will be doing Colorado, of course, if you don't know, we'll be doing the Big 12 next season. Yep. That's going to be more just cuts to the to the Pac X. The Pac X just messed this up just so so royally. And the kicker, as we're going to get into boxing in these final moments of FTS, the kicker last Friday, Friday, well, not last Friday, but Friday, September 21st, July 21st, excuse me, July 21st, at Pac-12 Media Day, which was available on numerous platforms, not just the Pac-12 Network, which I don't have. Commissioner said, we have a media rights deal. We're not going to announce it today because we want to spotlight on the football players, coaches, etc. Commissioner Kliakoff was asked, so commissioner, so you have a deal, but you're just choosing to not announce it today. Is that correct? Commissioner's answer, well, you're reading too much into that. Yeah. He said numerous times, we have a media rights deal, but we're not going to announce it today at media day because we want the spotlight on our players and coaches and teams. That just took the spotlight off of them. The fact that you said we have a deal. Because you know the follow Bingo. That, that. All right. All right. That was it. That was the nail in the coffin right there. That was it. And this is hours after he called a meeting, damn near an emergency meeting with the president and chancellor, ADs, to ease the waters and presented nothing, no new numbers, no new details to the membership. So that was it for Colorado. This man ain't give us what? <laughs> this man has given us if this woulda, coulda, shoulda, maybe this, that, and other. Oh, uh, yeah, we're out of here. Yeah, we are. we're out. We're done. Deuces. We're out of here. And Arizona, Arizona being professional, cordial, respectful. We're going to wait to see the numbers that from the commissioner. We're going to continue to wait. We love being a member of the Pac-12 conference. Show us the money. Chris, when does the TV deal expire for the Pac-12? Pack nine, pack eight. Next June thirtieth, two thousand twenty-four. And so less than a year. Yes. Still no new deal has been reached. No new deal. Right no leaks of anything. No details. Just in the near future. We're gonna announce a deal. We're, we're not gonna expand until we have a announce our media rights deal. Which goes Pretty back to the point. Make your conference more attractive. Therefore, we're bringing in more money. All right, I'm making sense. Let me exactly, stop. you're making sense. Everybody out there in the common sense world is like, why are you waiting on the media rights deal before you expand? What corporation is going to give you money 
when they don't know who's going to be in the conference. Okay, George, yeah, we're going to give you – oh, oh, you're losing Arizona? Okay, now we're going to give you – oh, wait. Oregon's leaving too? Okay, then now we're, we're going to give you – oh, well, damn, Washington too? Okay, well, hell, George, what you got left? I mean, come on. And this, this is no hate. Ryan and Goku's is right. SMU might be perfect for the Pac-12. They got the money. You know, the deep pockets, they don't do much else with their money. And they don't, you know, haven't had a lot of success on the football field way back, go back to the Pony Express when there was the best team money could buy. No shade on that. I mean, everybody was doing it back then in the Southwest Conference. But hey, but then going to it, the PAC should have invited SMU years ago in order just for the central time zone. Just for that. You know, have the recruiting into Texas, the state of Texas, Sam or Houston. They didn't want to do it. They are, oh, well, we're better than these programs. We're better than boys. We're better than Houston. We're better than that. Well, okay, well. This is why you're about to die. <laughs> okay. So that's where they are. Gentlemen, Kevin Jasso, thank you. It's a new name here commenting on FTS. Thank you very much. Don't be a stranger. Big Thrillo, Corey, Will, Andy. Did y'all get a chance to watch the Errol Spence, Terrence Crawford fight last night? I, I watched Bud Crawford. You watch Bud Crawford. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Andy, did you watch it? Did you get a chance to watch it? I did not, but I, I heard how lopsided it was. I, I I did not. One of my buddies, one of a fellow UH alum, invited me to a to an establishment. And we watched it there. No cover charge. Win, win, win. So we watched it, had a adult beverage and some food and watched the fight. UFC was on the screen as well. I picked Bud to win the fight beforehand. I think uh, my folks, some of my fans on the Let's Talk Houston Rockets asked me about it, and I, I picked Bud. I thought it'd be a close fight when I was asked eight days ago. I thought it'd be a close fight. Terrence Crawford dominated that fight. I mean... Errol Spence looked like he was, and I know what Thurlow's talking about right here. I mean, it like this. Yeah. It looks like an elite fighter against a good slash great fighter. I mean, Errol Spence. Spence was undefeated. So was Bud. <laughs> but Bud looked so so much better. Than Spence, it, he outclassed Spence. Well, I don't know how how long you watch boxing. Mm -hmm. It's it's rare that a, a jab, a power jab, is that powerful. Okay. I mean, Bud. I mean, when he his jab hurt, backed up Spence. When he tagged him, Spence was like, damn, that hurt. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. damn, damn. Yeah. He cut up Spence. Yeah. 
blooded his nose. His oh. eyes were swollen. This is from jabs, power jabs. Yeah. And then when he added in the hooks and the counters, <laughs> I mean, it was like we we was three of us were there sitting at the table. About round six or so, we're like, this fight ain't gonna last much longer. Stop this fight. This <laughs> this, I mean, it was it was a beatdown. Yeah. Will, were you surprised at how lopsided it was? I was, man. I mean, I mean, both great fighters. But as you said, as Thurlow just said, it's clearly levels. I mean, you, you came in, at least I came into the fight thinking, all right, this is about to be a super fight. I'm not going to say hack with Herms, but something, you know, you have somewhat equal boxers. Right. After the first round, I mean, I would say – Spence came out in round one and looked to establish some things, but after that, it was the Bud Crawford show. Yeah, Spence, and, Spence won the first round yeah. because Bud Bud starts slow as he he does it almost all his fights. Yeah, because he processes all right, what works, what what works for me against this dude. Starting round two, the last minute of round two, I think Bud missed a, a right hook, barely missed. And I was like, oh, he he got the timing down now. <laughs> and then from then on, yep. it was a complete mismatch, man. And and Jamon brings up a question. Bring up the statement is legit. Oh, now, yeah. Without question. But the irony is Spence wants, because he said before the fight, he wants to move up after, regardless of whether win or lose, he's gonna move up to 154. And he was asked after the fight, are you going to exercise your rematch clause? Oh, most definitely. And where would you like the fight to take place? 154, 147. Oh, 154. Will, why would Bud do that? He wouldn't. He shouldn't. <laughs> he shouldn't. He's undisputed at 147. Why would he agree to that? Why should he agree to that? I mean, I mean unless it's like, 75, 25 payout, I mean, or, or something more. Why should he agree to that? There's no reason in the world he should agree to any of that. So we'll see it be the end of the year, like I think December. Yeah. Well, Will, December could be a lot of fun for us in Vegas, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, December, Andy, you need to come along, man, because we got the, the NBA play-in tournament deal. We could oh, have man. the Spence Crawford rematch and – who knows what else you know happening in December in Vegas, and it'll be should be cooler then. Won't be as oppressive and oh, won't mess up my eyes and my nose. Be you know, it won't be one fifteen every day. I, so. I'll end. It, I'll end this just in terms of the fight to, to connect it all to what we've talked about in today's episode. That fight was the epitome of what the Big Twelve has done to the Pack Act. To, to leave it at that. Really, I mean, that's what it, it's. It's Brett Yormark has outclassed. George Klyukov. That's a great analogy. Great point, Andy. I mean, that's what it come, has come down to. But we're going to wrap it up. I'm I'm surprised. I guess, I, I don't know if I should say I'm still surprised at how the Pac-12 presidents, chancellors, writers, ADs Oh, don't get the writers. Seem, the seem, writers. seem to be 
still in the dark about what's happened, what's happening, what's going to happen. There's a who, who, go ahead, Andy. Who are you who are you talking to? Because with different folks I was talking to, like because like I said, I've known for months. And I'm not the only one who's known for months that Colorado was going, going, going to the Big 12. Barring concrete numbers that made sense for them to stay in the Pac-12, which they never got. Andy, what are you going to say? The only thing, there's just something about the Pac at the time, the Pac-10, Pac-12, whatever you want to call the conference now. I don't know if you can call it arrogance, but there's just... Uh, there's just something about people that cover the conference that hold it up to such a high standard. When Houston played, the Houston Cougars men's basketball team played up in Oregon this past uh, this past fall, November, past winter, whatever whatever mm-hmm. season it was. They were really something about it. Seemed like some writers there were shocked that Houston went in there and and they uh, imposed their will like they did against the Ducks. And then after the game, they wanted to ask Kelvin Sampson what it felt like to, to play against a Power 5 opponent. Maybe it's different in uh, the, the West Coast and the Pac-12 conference. I mean, maybe it, it, it is. I mean, their perception is just not reality. Because, Andy, you know, the first home game for the Cougs inside Fertitta Center was against Oregon. <laughs> I mean, so it's not like it's the first time those two programs squared off. They played, I, I, they played two less than two years ago, wasn't yeah. it? What was it when they played in Maui and won in Vegas? I, I mean, they... I just all right. I almost forgot. Andy, thank you very much for bringing up UH men's basketball. The Cougs men's team will have their red and white scrimmage this Tuesday at Fertitta Center. Doors open at six. I think six scrimmage is at seven. It won't last long. I'm probably half hour, maybe, maybe 40 minutes. I doubt that long, but whatever. Last year they did one period of what was it? Yeah, it was, was like two eight, two eight minute quarters, something like that. It wasn't long at all. But in terms of matchups, in terms of teams who they're going to play in Australia, initially the hope was that there would be a, a press release. Sent out Friday, last Friday. Didn't happen. Because they're still hammering out details of the opponents. The team is still going to Australia, leaving August 4th. We know they're going to play the Australian national team. That game will not be streamed. Okay? Coach Samson told media, that they're going to play the Sydney Hawks. That seems to be set as well on August 6th or 7th in Australia. I think streaming is set up for that. Are going to be from the, from the, the Sydney Hawks broadcast point of view. They're going to play, Coach Sampson said it, the Australian select team. So that's the youngsters team. Well, it's like, it's like the U.S. version of Kate Cunningham and Chet Holmgren yeah. and all those guys here in the States helping go against the U.S. national team. Yeah, so then big team be at the World Cup at that point? Maybe. Think. Yeah. 
so that's one. But the fourth matchup is still not is still to be determined. So it's a question of who that's going to be. I mean, Coach Sampson said he loves playing on the national team again. Get beat down again because that, I've seen the roster for that team. Ooh, boy, that's a bunch of pros. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a bunch of NBA guys. It's a bunch of grown-ass men. You know, but it won't be streamed. So at minimum, two of the four games will be streamed. Okay, I know that much. I've seen that much. I've heard that much. Perhaps, hopefully, finally, it'll be announced. Everything will be finalized by August 1st, and the school will send a press release with all the concrete details. So stay tuned to that on uscougars.com, as well as, of course, here on the Houston Round Bar Review YouTube channel, on X at HR Review, on Houston Round Bar Review on Threads, Houston Round Bar Review on, on Instagram, and, of course, HoustonRoundBarView.com on the website. So all that, this, hang tight. It's not been official yet. Brother Gibson. Yes, sir. The, the Hueys. The UH women's basketball team mm. is planning to take a trip overseas next summer. Okay. So I've been told of a couple of, of possible destinations. I won't say them now. But... Uh-huh. It's our it's in the works. So look for that at some point. I'm not sure about when it'll be announced, but next August, the women's team will be going overseas. That's the plan for the Houston Cougars women's basketball team. So the team is going. I'll leave that there. You said it will. I know I I, I saw it was over here like ah. Uh, all right. I'll leave that. You there. said that. See, Andy. Will said that. Yes. I didn't say that. He, I, Will said that. You know, NBA game, you can foul. Yep. Okay. So, but my son, Son Yellow shirt is a Houston Round Bar Review shirt. Merch right there. You can order it online. There's a shop button below the video posted on YouTube, as well as shop button for this Houston Round Bar Review mug. Full disclosure, my FTS mug arrived with my shirt yesterday. But the handle was in pieces. Mm-hmm. So I filled out the paperwork for another mug. But it only took a week for the merch to arrive, which surprised me a lot. Because I thought it would take two, three weeks. But yes, support the Houston Round Bar Review. Support Folks Talking Sports. Order some merch. Click on the link. Click that shop button. I think it says shop below the vid on YouTube. Links to the merch are posted on the homepage of the Houston Round Bar View website all over the place really they're on threads it's on Twitter it's on Instagram it's on Facebook at the Round Bar View Facebook page all those platforms so help the Round Bar View remain independent and also help the Round Bar View continue to keep hitting that rock because at some point I'm not sure if it's going to be soon can advertise on FTS, but at some point, I love to say to Brother Gibson, Brother Yanez, where y'all want to go? Y'all want to take what trip? Yep. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> it's in the budget. Let me know when you get back. <laughs> you know, that's where I want to take 
the Houston Round Bar View and FTS. And salute to A.D. Moore. Mr. Moore, finally created, finally, I'm, I'm don't say it to him, because I'm, Finally created the FTS Instagram as well myself, like last two weeks. So I'm I'm slow to the party myself. But AD Moore is now on Instagram. And I think he's working on getting AD Moore on threads as well. But regarding his YouTube channel, Mr. Moore has started posting some clips from Houston Texans practice as YouTube shorts or the full YouTube video. So check that out at AD Moore, the Adamax Corner on YouTube. A.D. Max K-O-R-N-E-R Ad Max Corner on YouTube. Mr. Gibson, you got the, the floor is yours. Close us out. How can folks find you? And I think I got to update this. So, because you have a new uh, something, right? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm working on it. Yep. Yeah, as A.D. yourself, I'm working on it. We'll get it. Can I, can I say one thing? Before Please I, do. This, I want to shout out uh, New York Jets Defensive back Sauce Gardner. That uh love the last name. Love the last yeah, name. Yeah. That's Ken Folk right there. Yep. Of course, of course. Be proud of your Ken Folk for this. He is graduating from the University of Cincinnati this week. Uh defensive rookie of the year in the NFL. He took online classes during the season last year to complete his degree in interdisciplinary studies. So I just want to shout out that young man salute for uh, completing his degree. And um that, yeah, I just wanted to give him a shout-out. That, that, that's impressive to me. I've always, uh, you know, you hear the negative, we report on, but something that's positive, I definitely do my best to to, to magnify that. So, I appreciate that. But, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for Kim, folks. So, yes, good, good looking out for him. American Athletic Conference alumni. That's right. AAC, yeah. yes. Yep. All right, how can folks find you, Brother Gibson, on social media? Yeah, for right now, you can find me on uh, Twitter or X. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Let me change that to X. Do that yeah, yeah. Yeah. At Will Gibson Seven, uh, Instagram right now as well at Will Gibson Seven, and uh, Facebook is Will Knows. All right, because you do have a new one on I the ground. But yeah. I do. Yep. So. Oh, and, and for you, Andy, I, I got to do this as well myself. So let me do the yours as well. X. All right. Okay, here we go there. All right. X.com at Aon is underscore five. And nobody cares about where X, they can follow me on X.com. I will say this. One of these days I'll ask a question and I won't get my head chewed off for asking the <laughs> wrong question. Uh, but we'll leave it at that. X.com. No. You're, you're, you are a youngster to the game. Coach Sampson has, has cut me a, a new one many times. And heck, you were part of the show, the lunch break, when he cut Will's head. Man. <laughs> you know? So yeah. it's it's all part of it. Man. It's part, oh, all love. part of the initiation. Oh, yep. And it, it was it was to a point. I had a couple of alums. Wow, it seemed like Coach Samson was bitter toward y'all. I'm like, no, that's that's who he is. <laughs> no, it's it's all love. Don't no worries whatsoever. We don't take any offense to it, and you don't either. Andy, Andy don't worry about that. All right. Uh, <clears throat> I got to update mine here as well. I'm doing this on the fly, live. But for now, I'm still on X at the HR Review. But more and more, my content is on threads at Houston Round Bar Review, even on Spoutable at Houston Round Bar Review. 
on YouTube, on the community tab at Houston Round Bar View. I posted a new Rice announced a new athletics director today. He will officially make it official on August 14th. And I felt proud because I received an email from the general Rice PR people, not the media, the athletic department. I got it from the public relations department. But Tommy McClellan will be the new Rice AD. He's coming from Vanderbilt, where he was the deputy athletic director the last couple of years. Prior to Vanderbilt, he was the AD at La Tech from 2003 to 2020. So Tommy McClellan will be officially Rice's new athletics director starting on August 14th. So let me give a let me do this as well. Let me pull it up. Give a round of applause to our audience for their comments and questions. Big weekend for you. Big week for you, so Like you mentioned, Chris, the scrimmage and then the open training camp on Wednesday for football. So, correct. So, UH football practice starts on Wednesday. UH basketball has a red and white scrimmage. Tuesday. On campus on Tuesday, doors open at six. It's free to get in, Will, but fans have to pay to park. Imagine that. So, yeah, imagine that. But everyone, thank you very much for spending time out of your Sundays to join us here on the Houston Round Bar View presents Folks Talking Sports. Follow us at Folks Talk Sports on Twitter. And now that it's created, follow Folks Talking Sports on Instagram. Folks talking sports on threads. More and more content will be on those platforms. And if you missed it, I have uh, posted comments from Coach Bloomgren from Rice Football on FTS Twitter account, excuse me, FTS X account on ground as well as X, as well as comments. Will from Temple Head Coach Stan Drayton. Hey, you should I, I know saw from that. his his time at Ohio State, asking a question. He gave me props for my question. Yeah, so I, I like good. that as well. Yeah, and also from a coach at USF football. So yes, it's not just basketball here at the Houston what Round Party. It's football. Folks talking sports. More and more, I'm getting back in the game. So just look out. I used to be in football years, long, long time ago. I'm getting back into it. And because I got back into it, that's how I got information about CU return to the Big 12. Face-to-face, Will. I was told face-to-face at the Big 12 Football Media Day that it was going to happen by the end of the month, and they were correct. So just keep that in mind. And Andy, Will, Jamon, Tony M, Go Cougs, Ryan, Go Cougs, Big Thrillo, Corey. I had to sit down with Michael Resco. Commissioner of the American people. I, 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 I'm not going, I, I don't know what to do. I can't make you realize, I can't make you open your eyes. Okay. But my sources, my contacts, I've been doing this a long time. Since 1994, Brother Gibson, the Houston Round Ball Review. Local name, 
global perspective. Y'all take care. B-A-Y. Peace. <laughs>